this thing on. I wasn't even ready. Hey everyone, it's Fem Power Den presents Fan Talks, and it's me, Mandy Rose. So I hope you got yourself a snack, grab a drink, and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Den Talks. Uh, today I have on this episode, I'm actually really excited. I met her through Instagram and this is how you know social media just makes connections. But I have Kaylani from Boss Babes and Brunch on here. Um, I'll go ahead and let you introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them a little bit about who you are. Yes, I'm so, so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Mandy, for having me on this platform. Um, my name is Kaylani. I'm the CEO and founder of Boss Babes and Brunch. We are, um, I like to say, the number one female identifying networking event experience. Um, and I say experience, and I'll get into that a little bit later why. Uh, but yeah, I'm so happy to be here. So thank you. Thanks. And where are you based out of? I know we'll probably get into that, but where is there a home base for Boss um, Boss Babes and Brunch or is it you're just nationwide? Because I've seen a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. So we are here, there and everywhere, I'd like to say. Right. Um, however, our hub is in Connecticut. We started our experiences here in Connecticut and have quickly scaled um, and actually have crossed over state lines. So we are national um, or making our way nationally, I'd like to say. Uh, we've already ended up in New York City. We're now going into Boston in about two weeks uh, before heading west and going south. Nice. Okay. So I know I kind of jumped the line there for the audience. They're probably like, well, what is it? So what is Boss Babes and Brunch exactly? I feel like from the title of it, we kind of know, but to just explain it a little better, what is it exactly? Absolutely. So I like to call us the BBB, right? Or the BBNB. And what we are is your female identifying networking experience. And so we kind of take what you would consider a traditional networking event or a corporate event or a summit, right? All of us go to these events. We look to see if we can network with people in business. Um, However, they seem kind of stuffy. And so the BBB, what we do is we kind of up our game. I'm a millennial and I take or I have taken from what I've seen being done before and kind of just amplify amplify the voices of one Latinas, um, women of color, and also just women, female entrepreneurs. It's been you know, said that we are now changing the game, we're changing the narrative after so many years. And I found that in this space, there isn't really anything like what I'm doing. I'm sure you have your brunches, but they're not all like, fun and authentic, or sometimes it feels like you're you're there to really just you know, connect and you're kind of like feeling like you're working. Right. Mm -hmm. And so BBB allows you to be your true authentic self, let down your hair, come as you are. You don't have to dress up if you don't feel like it. Um, it's a true representation of who you are as a female entrepreneur. That is, I, I'm hoping one day you make it to LA cause I definitely want to go to one. Um, yeah. But I love how you explain, I feel like I'm actually learning from you right now. Let me be real honest, but <laughs> I love how you explain that. Because you're right. A lot of events are very, like when I have my networking events, they are kind of very networking. Like that's just what they are. Or then you do have brunch, but then it becomes very just complete fun, which is fine too. Like either one is fine, but you're mixing the both. So I really do like it. Um, what you. just, what, like, was there a moment where you decided you wanted to do something like this or what kind of inspired you to start and make it into a business and not just, because there's a lot of people who every now and then will just throw like an event like every once in a while, just like, oh, but 
what made you want to turn it into like a business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll take you a little bit on the journey of how I came to this point. So I was working, you know, as a Latina growing up in New York City, I was conditioned to think um, or program rather to know that the Latina mindset and a lot of families is you go to work, you come home, mantener la casa, you know, take care of your family, do all the Mm -hmm. things. And so for such a long portion of my life, um, all through my 20s, that's basically what I did. I worked the nine to five, came home, Para mantener la casa, to take care of the home, right? Um, and so it was at the peak of the pandemic that I said, there has to be another way for me. This nine to five that I'm doing, that's yes, guaranteeing me a check every single, you know, bi-weekly, because mm-hmm. it was a weekly paycheck. It is security, but I was very complacent in that position. And I didn't feel like there was any opportunity for growth. Um, so during the pandemic, I started... Um, what was then called Collections by Lani. And it was when it was, it was at a point where it was super, super popular to like make things off of your cricket or circuit. Um, I'm not yes. sure, right? Where like mm-hmm. everybody wanted to be on Etsy and everybody wanted to make the t-shirts or the hats and sell, um, build an e-commerce platform. So your girl through YouTube University learned how to do exactly that. Mm-hmm. I would spend hours and hours figuring out, okay, how do I build this, this uh, website? So I went to a vendor event last summer, last summer, and after scoping the room and seeing what everybody was doing, I noticed that there was a lot of people doing exactly what I was doing. Also, yeah, I was making money, maybe $200 back in profit, However, I wasn't walking away with ways to really scale my business to the next level. Um, Mm -hmm. There wasn't any like information that was being poured into me. So then I felt like it was becoming another job, right? I felt like I was just showing up because it's like, it's quick, fast, easy money. Um, That's where Boss Babes and Brunch was born. I wanted to give value back to female entrepreneurs. I wanted women to know that they are seen, that they are heard, and that you don't have to necessarily look the part to be considered the CEO of your own business and the CEO of your own life. Mm -hmm. And um, I had gone to many corporate events just working that nine to five for, you know, professionally in my career prior to becoming an entrepreneur. And I had seen what it was like, and it was very stale. You know, you walk into the room and it almost felt like you were walking into an interview, right? You have either a black, brown, or um, blue or gray suit on. And it was like, if you didn't wear those colors, would you really be taken seriously? Yeah. So Boss Babes and Brunch just stepped outside of the norm. Um. And that's, that's really how it came to be. And 11 months later, here we are going into our fourth experience and um, we've already reached over 500 women. Wow. That is, that is amazing. Like, seriously, <laughs> that is amazing. Um, and such like the first year too, because, you know, normally people will tell you your first year of business is like the biggest struggle, um, you know, and that's where most people don't make it past the first year or whatever. So that is amazing that yours is actually scaled to that, you know, extent in the first year. Um, is there anything you've learned from business? Like, I mean, I, I you said you were in a nine to five already, so you have some corporate background already. But from running this business, is there like a major learning thing or obstacle that might be beneficial to like anybody listening that's starting like their own business right now? 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's a really great question. I actually left that nine to five um, in the early beginning of 22. So entrepreneurship and becoming an entrepreneur is the only thing that I do currently. Um, Boss Babes and Brunch is the only stream of income that I have. And I think what's really helped me scale the business the way I have is because I you know, show up, right? So I'm mm-hmm. super consistent in in what I'm pouring into it. But also I already had a failed business. Collections by Lani sunk quicker than it was able to, to raise, right? Like, let's be honest. I'm not going to throw glitter at entrepreneurship and say, oh, this is, you know, all glamorous because it isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of hard work, but because I was able to see the mistakes I made um, in collections by Lonnie prior to starting Boss Babes and Brunch, I think that's what's really helped me to really come up with a solid foundation for Boss Babes and Brunch. Um, it doesn't mean that every person has to have a failed business, but you are going to have moments where it's going to be like, holy moly. I don't know if I could curse, but I really want to say, holy shit. Oh, yeah, you definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Where you really want to be like, holy moly, did not seem like something I would say. So I was like, ah. Like, wait, that's not me. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit. Right, holy shit. Where you're going to be like, holy shit, this is hard. And you're not going to know how to navigate that. But I feel like once you lean into community, which is another reason why I started Boss Babes and Brunch, it truly is a community and how we can help you amplify your boss babery. I feel, and like you said, it's not that you need to have a failed business before, but you do learn a lot of things when you have one. Because even the den, the den was an event space, but I actually closed the physical space down. I learned a lot from it. If I ever open up a new space, I'll definitely know which route to go and which one not to go. It's all, you know, all things you take in and you learn from them to build it to the next level. Um, In regards to community, though, because obviously that's what you're building. That's kind of what the Fempower Den is now, too. It's just a community. And it's funny that you said you started this during COVID because the last two girls I had on here, their businesses were COVID babies too. That's what I call them, COVID baby businesses. Um, And they have scaled beyond what they've even imagined it could be too. Yours though, since it focuses on community and going back to COVID, COVID, we were so separated, I guess you could say, or, you know, but you created a business that focused on community. How important do you see community in entrepreneurship overall like having a support system or just having girls that are you know and it doesn't have to be girls all the time but your community is girls but just having that community you can go to when you're starting a business like to get resources um I think community is really one of the pillars that I stand strong on right amongst other pillars as well but community really is the solid foundation and this is just my perspective coming from a Latina who lived in New York City. And I keep on referencing that because I was either, you know, I grew up, when you think New York City, you think all five boroughs. Well, this girl grew up in Manhattan. And so Manhattan in comparison to any of the other boroughs is considered the entitled maybe uh, borough, right? Um, Or at least that's how when I grew up. So I was always too Latina for the white girls or too white for the Latinas. Um, And I never felt like I had a sense of community or a sense of belonging. And so when I started Boss Babes and Brunch, it was truly a mission for me um, to say to myself, this this journey that I'm on, one, is personal. Um, And two, it really is an opportunity for me to create a community that welcomes all women, 
all female entrepreneurs or women who are considering starting their business because I know firsthand what it's like to show up to a space that you feel like you're not welcomed. And I never want any woman to feel like that. I don't think you should feel like that. And you shouldn't go through life or business on your own. You should always have somebody who you can lean into. Um, so oftentimes I tell women, hey girl, listen, send me a DM. Like mm-hmm. I am a person who responds to my DMs. Like DM me, you're having a hard she time. Is. I sent her a DM. (laughs) Let's start the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I don't have the answer, I almost always um, will go ahead and refer you to somebody else who does. You know, especially during COVID, it was very important to find other people that at that time, especially we could lean on, even if it was just a DM or something just to talk to. I made so many random connections during COVID on social media because that's kind of when the den started too. And it would just be like, oh, and that's when I had the first podcast and I interviewed people. I actually interviewed a lot of people from New York, a lot of girls. Most of my interviews were like New York, East Coast. Um, I think I had one over two overseas, like South Africa or somewhere. But yeah, it was all through internet. So as much as sometimes social media drives us crazy, you do get some good connections out of it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I will say that about 80 to 85% of all of my leads and women who attend a boss babes and brunch experience are all found through Instagram or through any kind of social platform. So all that to say the power of social media is, is huge. It really Mm. is. And, you know, during COVID times, I was like on there doing all kinds of things. Like (laughs) there wasn't anything that I wasn't doing, but that's a whole other topic that we can, we can probably table for another podcast. (laughs) That one. And when you actually said like uh, trying to find your identity as a Latina, like you were too Latina for the white girls, but too white for the Latinas. I went through that over here in LA too. It's a whole different um thing but I feel like we should come back on and talk about that as another podcast too because it's definitely a thing no it definitely is a thing because I mean like you know when they say the girls that get it get it and the ones that don't don't like it truly is that and it's like how do you show up as a child like now I'm just like I'm owning my shit my true Mm -hmm. authenticity take it or leave it for who I am but I'm 32 years old and to have struggled with that even well in my 20s working in corporate America like struggling with that all my life girl it definitely is for another podcast because I could go deep yes and I just have to bring this one thing up and we'll get right back to you but because we're on it I guess we can just talk a little bit about it but I remember early on like when I started the den and was going to networking things and there's a bunch of like Latina networks out here and stuff and I would go to them and the funny thing is I would tell people like when I would go to these things when I would go to talk to the Latina vendors they could hear it like I don't have an accent like you probably, if I'm on the phone, you might not know what exactly I am if I'm talking on the phone. Majority of the Latina vendors didn't give me the time of day. A lot of the African-American vendors, they would talk to me. Some, you know, some of the other like Caucasian, white, they would talk to me. Asian would talk to me, but it would be the Latina. And I would be like, is it because I'm not speaking to you in Spanish? Like, I don't, I don't know what it was like. And then, but then I had to take a step back and look at myself. Like, am I presenting like that timidness too of knowing maybe they are going to judge me? So now I don't feel like I get it anymore, but it could be a change in my whole energy as well. But yeah, it was a very interesting thing. I feel like we should come back on and talk about that. We definitely <laughs> should talk about that. I think we should. Um, yeah, I think that would be make for a great conversation. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We got sidetracked, but that's what happens <laughs> on here. That's what happens when you brunch too. 
When you right. write, sometimes you be drinking mimosas and things just come up and you talk about stuff. Facts, facts. Um, sure. So to go over a little bit, because I've seen your post at your events, I've seen you have like speakers, vendor markets. I don't know if you want to say like activities or stuff for them. And then overall, you know, it is overall kind of a networking thing and stuff. So are these the type of things that are offered like at all of your events? What do you got? What do you got coming up too that you want yeah, to invite I- people to? Yeah, absolutely. So I call them experiences because it truly is an experience from the moment you walk into the door. Um, So one of the things that set us apart is our step and repeat. Our step and repeat, which is the sign, the banner that goes behind you when you take Mm. photos, isn't your traditional step and repeat. We actually have every single woman who walks through our experience door sign their autograph on that step and repeat because it serves as a symbol of how we are um, coming together in community. Uh, Also, when you walk into the experience, we use non-traditional spaces. And so you won't find us going really into any kind of hotel unless, you know, the demand for the amount of women we need to host calls for it. But we technically, we typically look for uh, spaces that are non-traditional. Um, We use a lot of warehouse spaces, um, spaces that are in underserved communities, because we feel that those communities are what need this type of experience the most. We also have a tendency of going into communities that are exactly like on, um, have access to transportation. That's what sets us apart, because oftentimes, how many times have you gone to an an event and you've had to drive 20 to 30 plus minutes outside of where your hometown is like Mm -hmm. it's almost always far or they're in these like glamorized locations and you can't find them really where you where you live and this is just me you know a girl talking from the hood like I Mm -hmm. didn't grow up in like the best area right of New York City um and then of course you walk in and you're like oh my gosh what is happening this is amazing because we're talking brunch, we're talking mimosas, we're talking mocktails, we're talking cocktails. Um, the brunch display is like A1. We last experience, we had a waffle, a chicken and waffle station. Oh. We had omelet stations, we had parfaits. Um, and then we have a vendor component to it where we allow for small business vendors to come on. Um, they can be an e-commerce or brick and mortar and sell items from their small businesses, right? That gives them extra exposure and an opportunity to network in that capacity. Um, And in addition to that, we have guest speakers who touch on various topics and their journeys of how they became entrepreneurs uh, and what it's it's been like for them. So overall, the day lasts from about um, anywhere from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. We do have an experience that's coming up now in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, and that's happening in about two weeks on November Fifth, So I'm super excited about that. We have actually a full uh, panel of Latina Ooh. entrepreneurs, which is huge. Um, mm-hmm. And we have about so far tickets are on sale. You can go to bossbabesandbrunch.com or follow us on Instagram. That's also bossbabesandbrunch with an underscore at the end. And, and um, we have about right now 150 plus women who are going to be in attendance so excited that is amazing thank you I needed to see I have an event for work work on the fourth if not I would try to figure out a way to get to Boston that weekend but I cannot 
um it's okay we're gonna work on you getting out here yeah yeah I'm gonna work um and I will say also to the lineup for next for next year you guys can kind of get like a little BTS of it we do have a lineup that's gonna get released at the end of this year um we're hitting up Atlanta Miami Los Angeles uh as well as Puerto Rico will be hosting a retreat and ending the year perhaps with New Jersey Girl, okay, so I seen that Puerto Rico retreat post, and I was like, I want to go to Puerto Rico, so yeah. I need to look into that because that I'm like, why not? I was like, why not go with them? Like, we might as well do this. Come through, girl! It will be amazing. Awesome! I can't wait for your Los Angeles one, though. Definitely would, you know, I'll talk to you on the side about that, but love for the den to like somehow help you out with that one. But yeah, no, this sounds amazing. Um, like I said, guys, I was literally just scrolling Instagram one day, and the algorithms put your page in front of my page and I was like oh this is pretty cool like who are these people and then I just reached out to her um so the power of social media but overall for any of the listeners that are out on the east coast or anything um or any of the sissies that she announced that they may be coming to next year definitely check them out follow her I love what you're doing. Like I told you in the DM, like I it just somehow it connected to me. It spoke to me. And I was just like, I love what this girl is doing. Like I need to talk to her. The feelings and, every, and everybody knows I'm obsessed with brunch. If you follow any of my pages. So if you do come to LA, we'll actually have to go to like a brunch brunch too and do that. Um, is there any like last advice you would say to, you know, just any girl out there starting their business or, you know, a motivational quote or anything you live by that you would want to share? Um, so I think I live a lot through affirmations. Um, that's one. And I know this may seem really cliche and you've probably heard this numerous amounts of times, but it truly is. Do not give up on yourself. Like do not give up. It's going to be hard. It's going to take a lot of work. Find your community, find your tribe and just go with it. Like just do it. Honestly, take a chance on yourself because you don't want to spend another 50 plus years wondering what if, mm. if time is now. Best. And sometimes, you know, I, I, there, I know there's a lot of people and we might get shit from like some business people that say, have your business plan done. Sometimes you really do just got to jump in and it'll farm. Now I'm not saying go out there and get like a hundred thousand dollar loan, <laughs> jump in not knowing what you're doing, but sometimes you got to jump in and just start it. Cause once you start it, then you'll you're like, okay, I started this. I got to keep going. So I love that you said that. Can Do you want to let actually the audience know, I don't, I don't know if you said it or not already, but like where they can find you, your website, all that good stuff. Yeah. So you can find me by checking out Instagram. We're on Instagram and it's called boss babes and brunch all spelled out with an underscore at the end or the picture of all the colorful Barbies. Um, and then you can also check us out by visiting our website. That's just all spelled out bossbabesandbrunch.com. And once again, I just really want to thank you for taking the time. I know we're on different sides of the the nation so our times are a little off thank you so much for responding first off and then taking the time to do this interview can't wait to you know see where you guys grow next year and see you out in LA That'll yes be girlfriend. <laughs> well, this, was, this was tons of fun and I just want to say thank you so much for for hosting an, an opportunity like this for me to you know just share my experiences and I think what you're doing is just absolutely amazing so keep going girl thank you
Love it. Well, everyone, thank you for listening this week, and we'll catch you next week. Oh, actually, hold on. Before I say that, all of her information will be in the description of this episode, too. So if you want to just click the link, then you can follow her that way. But yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.